Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. That's right, Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski. Mike Kapler is with me. Hey, check out all of our past podcasts. Uh, we've got uh, almost 400. I mean, we're 20 or so away from 400 podcasts. We're almost to... Uh, our ninth year. We've almost done eight years of this program, and uh, it's it's getting better all the time. And I'm not talking about you and me, Cap. I'm just talking about the being able to talk this stuff out. There's so much that can be said, you know, whether you think out loud or whether you just think in your own head or whether you have somebody to bounce things off of. There's so much to be said about working things out that way. That's one thing, Cap, that you and I have done over these last eight years is that we've bounced a lot of stuff off of each other, and we have grown, as you said last time in our last podcast, we've grown in our knowledge and understanding of God's grace and of Jesus Christ, and there's plenty left to do. There's plenty left of of growing to do, I mean, plenty of things left to learn. Uh, The more we learn, it seems, the more that we realize how much we don't know, but yet it is good to grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, because the fruit of it is just awesome, it's just wonderful, and it's just good to know that we're right with God apart from anything that we do. And isn't that really what everybody wants to know? I mean, when you get right down to it, that that is a big thing. Am I right with God? Where do I stand with God? And to know that you're right with God, uh, how do you know? Well, <laughs> oh, brother, don't get me going down that road on this <laughs> podcast. We'll have to save that one for another time. Of course, uh, the, the short answer to that is we, we know because of what Jesus Christ did at the cross and, and our, our belief that his work was complete. Remember how we've been talking the past couple of weeks of, of how we are complete in him. We are filled. We, we have been forgiven and all, all of those good things. And, uh, but yeah, Joel, I mean, th- this thing that we've been talking about over the past couple of weeks, we're going to try and move forward with it here and, and try to hit on some things because, you know, th- there's a lot of people out there in uh, religianity. You were talking about how we've grown in our understanding, and I'm sure many others out there listening have done the same about what the gospel really is. We've grown in that. Uh, but there's so much stuff out there in the world of religianity that many of us have been brought up with, and many are still stuck in a mindset that doesn't really reveal the gospel. It's well-meaning true. churches out there, well-meaning pastors, well-meaning teaching, that is erroneous. It just is. One thing I've noticed over these past eight years, and really more than that, since you and I came to this grace of the gospel back uh, well over 15 years ago now, the thing I've noticed as I grow and gain more understanding is how much of that religianity stuff is out there that we've heard about for so many years that is just nowhere near what the gospel is. That, That blows my mind, and I'm continually amazed by it. Yeah, I think that's true. The, the, I think the more that we have grown in this, the more I've seen that contrast because the things that I thought 15 years ago, I see that being taught in churches today. And that's, that's normal. I, I'm not really complaining about it so much as I'm just pointing it out. And I'm not saying that you and I, Cap, are any better than anybody else because of the 
current understanding that we happen to have. We're not better than anybody else. We're just bringing out the point that uh, so much of what is taught in the church isn't really the gospel. It's bad news for a lot of people. A lot of people are leaving churches feeling bad about themselves rather than enjoying the good news of God's goodwill toward them, uh, because God really does have goodwill towards you. So much of this, so much of what is taught in churches is based on behavior, and uh, none of us performs 100% right. None of us is there. And when the teaching and the focus of the Christian life is behavior-based and is condemnation-based, sin consciousness-based, when it's all of that, then it's hard for us to understand that God really does feel good about us. God really does like us. And this isn't a touchy-feely gospel. We're not just trying to make people feel good about themselves with no basis for it. But the truth is, as we believe it, as we've come to see it, God's love and God's goodwill toward man is massive, it's huge, and it's something that the church is uh, sadly lacking in in teaching and, and understanding. Yeah, and you'll notice a lot of legalists out there to try to feel better about themselves. Uh, the way they do that is by judging others to try and lift themselves up. They may not realize that's what they're doing, but that's a big part of it. And so taking off on all this from uh, what you had left off with last week, Joel, you know, some people would look at uh, this growing in grace teaching or this grace revolution that, uh, you know, has, has been uh, awakened in the lives of many people in recent years or decades. And as you mentioned on an earlier podcast, the gospel hasn't changed, (laughs) you know, it's still the same. So is God. Our understanding of it is being enlightened and we're coming alive to it as as I think many people are coming alive to it anyway. But but there are those who would look at you and me and, and other grace people out there and say, you know, okay, we get where you're coming from, but, but, Mm -hmm. (laughs) great. Grace, but um, you guys are just kind of out of balance there because all you ever talk about is grace. And there's some other things to talk about. There, there are responsibilities we have now as Christians. And, and you guys are just teaching this one little narrow path when there are other things that should be taught. Yeah, and and by the way, uh, go to our uh, site, growingingrace.org, and we have an actual podcast that was entitled Grace But, and so go and search for that at growingingrace.org. And Grace But Ministries. Grace But Ministries. (laughs) It's it's just good stuff to uh, talk about, because there is is a contrast between um, what people think that we're teaching and what we're really teaching, you know, what people think that we're trying to get people to understand and what we really are trying to help people to understand. And really the core of it all is that there is nothing that we can balance grace with because grace is the essence of life in Christ, whether it's the doing of the Christian life, the living out of it, or whether it's, you know, the fact that we're saved by grace through faith. The entirety of it is by grace, and so if we would uh, teach something other than grace, we'd be missing everything in the Christian life. And as we've uh, been talking about for the last few weeks, when the foundation is our efforts and what we can do for God, what we need to do now that we've been saved, when that's the foundation, we actually miss Christ. And that's what we're trying to help people to not do. We, we don't want people to miss Christ. We want people to see Christ in them. We want them to see their completeness in him. We want them to see, them to see that they are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And through that knowledge, through that understanding, 
And as uh, we've been talking about in Titus, not by works of righteousness that we've done. That's how we're saved, and that's how the rest of the Christian life is lived out. And so if people are focusing on doing stuff for God, and this is, I know this is hard for some people to swallow, but if people are focusing on trying to do stuff for God, on trying to get it right, on trying to live the Christian life, they might actually be missing Christ because it's all about their own efforts rather than about the life of Christ and the gift of all of these things that God has already placed in us. Yeah, because grace really is a person. Uh, it's Jesus Christ. And some people would say, oh, no, God is love. God is his love. But what do you think grace is tied to? What do you think the definition of love really is? I can guarantee you a lot of believers who go to church every week cannot tell you what the real definition of love is. So grace is a person, Jesus Christ. How in the world are you going to try to develop your understanding of the gospel or grow in your understanding of the gospel or somehow stay attached to anything to do with the good news apart from him? Because if you're going to try to keep grace off to the side somewhere while you suddenly focus on a different doctrine, grace isn't just a doctrine. The person of Jesus Christ manifested in our lives. And I don't see how you can possibly separate him from anything else that you think it has to do with the gospel. It would almost be like uh, many years ago, Joel, we had the opportunity, my wife and I, to go to Hawaii. And uh, it's, it's an island. We were on Maui. And to get off the island, you're going to have to go through water or, or an airplane. But if you're going to go out there and try to do some other thing that you think we should be focused on when it comes to our involvement with, you know, the gospel, ministering the gospel, the works that we should be involved in regarding the Christian life. <laughs> if you think you're sitting there on the island of Maui and, and you're going to go out and somehow do something apart from grace, let's, let's just say the ocean out there surrounding Maui, Joel, th that's grace. And I would like to wish you good luck if you're going to go out and start walking somewhere off the island and, and try to get away from grace somewhere. You, you can't do it. Our, our life in Christ is surrounded by grace, and, and you can't just depart from it and uh, focus on some other different doctrine that may or may not have anything to do with the good news. That's right. And grace doesn't, you know, you know far from what a lot of people might think, Grace doesn't cause passivity. Grace doesn't lead to a passive life, but grace is the essence, as you're saying, Cap, there, about uh, grace surrounding the all of the islands of Hawaii. You can't go anywhere and avoid it. It's there, and it's a good thing. And it leads not to a passive life, but it leads to a very active life. And that's going to look different in different people as God works in and through different people to do different things. Again, you know, the bottom line for me is that you cannot remove yourself from grace. You can't teach grace one week and then move on to something else the next week or the next day. Or you can't accuse some uh, grace ministry of uh, they're teaching grace all the time. They don't get to all the other stuff because what we're teaching what we're sharing here is the foundation of all of the rest of the stuff. His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. You see, we're not ignoring godliness. We're not ignoring 
anything that has to do with the daily living out of the Christian life or anything like that. We're just talking about the essence, the foundation of how it all happens, of where it all comes from. And it's not based upon behavior. And when we say that, people think, oh, they're just teaching people to just go out and live wrong. Well, of course not. You know, that's not it at all. Uh, we're teaching the very essence of what leads to a life that is uh, lived out from the, what we already have. Life, godliness, righteousness, and the perfection that we already have in Jesus Christ. And to specify what you just said, it was Paul who wrote to Timothy and said it was grace that encouraged us to live godly in Christ Jesus. Well, if it's grace that does that, how can you set that off to the side of the table somewhere while you try to focus on a bigger part of the meal? Uh, grace is going to be the air that we breathe, no matter what it is that we want to move on into in regards to uh, living out the life of Christ. Yeah, that's well said, Cap. And, you know, uh, moving on, speaking of moving on, we talked this week, of course, about grace, and that goes along with faith. We've been given grace and faith as a gift. And, you know, you ever struggle with faith, you know, trying hard to believe something, trying hard to believe God, stretching out your faith to believe something. <laughs> well, we'll talk next week about how it's not really how much you believe in something, but it's what you believe in that's important. That's coming up next week right here on Growing in Grace. Hope you listen in at growingandgrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.